Welcome to the Everyday Motivation Podcast. We talk about the role motivation plays in our everyday life and how using the right motivation with a winning strategy can help you achieve the impossible. This is the introductory episode, The Right Motivation. Hi, my name is Taylor. Hi, my name is CJ. Hi, my name is Glendon. And those are some of my friends who helped me reach an untouchable 20-year goal of mine. And in this episode, I'm going to share some of my story with you. Andrew Carnegie said, if you want to be happy, set a goal that commands your thoughts, liberates your energy, and inspires your hopes. I would like to add, make sure that isn't a weight loss goal if you love to eat and hate to work out. Well, too late for me, my personal goal was to lose weight. Part of accomplishing a personal goal is celebrating that achievement with others. I'm not saying a solo achievement not shared with others doesn't count. I'm just saying that sharing that achievement with others seems to solidify hitting your personal goal even more. When you find success at the end of a difficult task or journey, having someone else validate what you've done feels good. When I hit a personal goal, I immediately go to my small circle of friends found on my favorites list on my phone. You know the list, the one next to recent calls and contacts on your phone. If you aren't familiar, you can add up to 50 contacts to your favorites list. You can even add the same person multiple times with different contact methods for each. It's a great feature, but I'm not sure everyone uses it. Feeling some old MySpace vibes. That's right, MySpace. I thought I would call Taylor to see if I was one of his top friends, or at least on his favorites list. I have a weird question for you. I don't know if you want to answer this or not, but am I on your friends list on your phone? What is that? Oh, like the favorites? Yeah, favorites. Is it friends list or is it favorites? It's favorites. I don't have anyone on my favorites. I've never used that feature. You don't have anybody on your favorites? No, I don't play favorites. Ah! Oh my (laughs) gosh. So what do you do? So whenever you want to make a call, you go to recents or you go to contacts? Well, um, either recents or usually the reason why I think to call somebody is I'm reminded by a text message. And so I just click from the text to like, oh, call. After being denied a contact on Taylor's favorites list, I called my friend CJ. Am I on your favorites list on your phone? No, you're not. What? <laughs> I'm not? You're not. That sounds pretty hardcore. You're on my favorites list on my phone. <laughs> um, now, we've talked about this before. Do you know the reason you're not on my favorites list? Are you one of those people that don't use the favorites list? I don't even know how. Oh my gosh. Taylor is the same way. He doesn't have a favorite. He doesn't use the favorites list. How does that make you feel to know that you're on my favorites list on my phone? It feels good. But honestly, when I look at the five most recent calls, you're usually on there. So you're the, you're usually one of the last five or six people I've called. So I don't know if that makes up for it or not. It doesn't. (laughs) Now that I know two of my closest friends don't use one of the greatest features on a cell phone, I was curious if they had an idea of how many times I've attempted weight loss. First Taylor, then CJ. 
So throughout these years that I've known you, how many times do you think that I've attempted weight loss? I don't know. I would say it's hard to tell because there, I feel like there are different tiers. There's the full red carpet rollout social media event. There's getting back on track. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel, I feel like maybe there, how, how, how many like big, big pushes? I feel like maybe three or four. Pro- probably public. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you've been a big part of a lot of these attempts because we did make them public. Yeah. Two times on a YouTube channel, done waiting and zero ambition. And you played a huge role in that. You edited all of my footage for done waiting. Yeah. And then you helped film, edit, and host the zero ambition uh, episodes, which I thought you did an excellent job. I mean, like going back and watching some of those, those are really good. Just through our friendship over the years. How many times do you think I've attempted weight loss? If you would guess. I can't remember a time that you weren't attempting weight loss. (laughs) That's pretty dang good. (laughs) Dude, you're a pro. (laughs) Well, that's debatable. You're a pro at attempting weight loss. So do you remember any of the conversations of me telling you that I was attempting another weight loss journey did any of the specific attempts like stand out or anything oh yeah i remember you telling me hey hey, i'm done i'm done waiting oh snap you told me uh man i'm sick of this i have zero ambition you're pulling them all out man who is this guy I, I'm telling you, like, and I was behind you every single time because I knew that that was the time it was going to work. I haven't always been overweight. I started to gain weight a few years after I got married. I never managed to get my weight under control. I did try. In fact, I tried everything. I tried Body for Life, P90X, Atkins Diet. I bought a juicer and went straight juicing. I tried the biggest loser method and even bought a body bug. I got a Nike fuel band. I tried the Hollywood diet. I counted calories. I ate food I didn't like. I did keto. I bought a treadmill. I bought an elliptical machine. I had gym memberships. I did weight loss competitions with friends to see who could lose the most weight. I started two YouTube channels to document the process. I then followed that up by letting a friend share one of those YouTube channels with my entire high school graduating class on Facebook. I even used I'm turning 40 as a goal. In all of those attempts, in all of those tries, I still couldn't do it. I would have success and I would lose 10 to 20 pounds, but after a few weeks, I was done. CJ has been along for the ride on every attempt. He was willing to hold me accountable until I no longer wanted to be held accountable. Yeah, that, that's really tough because accountability only works if someone is open to it. So when someone says, you know what, I'm done with this accountability journey, then you 
and maybe I just haven't figured out how, how to tough that out. But when someone says, you know what, I no longer want to be held accountable by you on this subject, then I say, okay, well, what else do you want to talk about? And, and, and that's it. And that, that's happened uh, with us a, a couple times. And you've said things like, you know what, I just decided now is not the best time for me to be pursuing weight loss. And you were so direct and certain about that statement that I didn't feel that I had the freedom to push back. Yeah, because it probably wouldn't have mattered. What's the benefit of you talking me into doing weight loss or continuing the journey if I'm done with the journey? No, because we, we live 18 hours away. There's, I can't make sure that you're not drinking Dr. Pepper every day. It, that's not my job and I wouldn't be able to do it anyway. No matter how many times I failed, they always seemed genuine when offering encouragement for my next attempt. Sometimes I felt they were more confident than I was. But that confidence would be tested when I shared that I didn't just want to lose a few pounds. I wanted to lose 100 pounds. I wanted to know if my previous failures influenced their belief that I could hit this monumental goal. Here's Taylor. Um, no, I, I don't know. I guess. I feel like with every attempt you would learn and then you would often like share the things that you were learning. And I know that like one of the things that you shared was how sometimes people celebrating you starting feels so good that like you don't feel as committed to, you know, people are like, wow, good, good, good for you. And so like, I, I know I like, I don't want to do that, but I also don't want to do the, I mean, cause like, I know that it is possible. Like I, I, I mean, I 100% know that like anyone can do hard things if given the safety support and motivation to do it, that anyone can do difficult things. But like, yeah, knowing what your role is as cheerleader, bystander, you know, whatever. I mean, you, you have played a role that, you necessarily didn't ask to to play in my journey. Did you feel like there was any responsibility on you to that you played in the weight loss experience or were you just there as needed based on me reaching out to you? I wonder if like part of the role of the friend is because like all of us are unreliable narrators, right? Like when we're upset with people, if we tell the story of what happened, it's going to make that person sound like the absolute fool and you are the perfect person. And like, if you calm down and tell the story later, you can, oh, I can admit blah, 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 blah. And like, as a friend, hearing you talk about some of the like reasoning why the weight loss journey is important, like health, comfort, um, uh, just thinking about the future and like all these things that like, when you are really motivated to do it, you know, these things are coming out. I want to, as a friend, like hold on to those things and, and, and may, I don't know, like bring them up in conversation or just remind, check up on them because there will come times when we can start telling a different story. And like, I, you know what? It, it isn't actually as bad as I was making it out to be actually, you know what? Things are, things are a lot better than I thought. And, you know, things are really stressed. You know, we can start to, we can all start to do that and to start to tell a different story. And like, that's what, okay. This is, this is like the nugget I keep sharing with everybody because this is something that I'm like still trying to realize. 
close relationships are where you go to be proven wrong. You, the, what you think about yourself, whether positive or negative, the closer you get to other people, the more you're going to find out that you might not be 100% right. So like I can think I am the most patient person in the world. I am the most kind and generous person. But there are certain people that if I get too close to them, then it's like, oh, uh-oh, what? I thought I was patient. I just blew up at them or they just told me. Uh, they just told me that the way that I talk to them is rude. And I did not know oh, I'm learning that I'm wrong about myself. And on the other side, we can think I am unlovable or if people knew this thing about me that they would all turn their back on me and we can find out that we are just as wrong about that. And so, yeah, I want to be the friend that when you say I'm going to start this, but I'm going to be self-deprecating and telling you about it and saying like, yeah, I know I've done this before. And I know there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to do it. Like I want to prove you wrong that like, you don't have to do that for me to still believe in you. And I do still believe in you. And I do still think, I think that you can do hard things. When you set out to do the impossible or stretch yourself to achieve what seems to be an unreachable goal, there's a moment when it becomes less about the actions you are putting forth and more about the belief that what you are doing will work this time. Taylor's belief that I can do hard things translated to me believing I could do hard things. And I also believe that you can do hard things, even if you failed multiple times before. All that's left is for you to believe. That doesn't mean you are free from doubts. I think deep inside, I feel that any of my friends would have the right to doubt my ability to keep up with my recent success. I discussed this doubt with Taylor. You've seen me lose 10 pounds before, maybe even 20. So this time when I shared the news that I had lost 10 pounds, did you think, oh, good for you? Like, were you genuine in your response to that? Or were you thinking, was there a part of you that was like, man, you know, you've done this before and I give you two weeks? No, because it's maybe I'm a horrible friend because maybe that's what I'm thinking. Like, dang, man, you've done this so many times. No, not horrible friend, because this isn't about a friend. This is this is about you. This is you to you. This is what you think other people are thinking because this is what you're thinking about you. But if Taylor, if you, if this was flipped and you did this, I don't know, I should go back and look seven times and you do the 10, maybe I'm not going to be that rude and say like, dude, how many times have I started a podcast or a blog and you have read or listened to everyone and treated it like I do believe in you like every endeavor. Okay. Yeah, I'm a good friend. Thank you. Thank you. I am a good friend. I wouldn't have done that. Deep down, I would think it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything. Belief and understanding how to deal with doubts are just a few pieces to the puzzle. Now you need the right motivation. I've had a lot of different motivations for weight loss over the years. None bigger than a promise I made to my mom on Christmas Day in 2016. She had leukemia and was fighting for her life. She has always been one of my biggest supporters, no matter what I was doing, but especially when it came to weight loss. I knew her time was coming to an end. I wanted her to know that I was going to be healthy. I was going to do something that was being robbed of her. 
I was going to do my best to be here, to see my daughters graduate high school. I was going to lose the weight so that I could walk my daughters down the aisle on their wedding day. I wanted to make up for the fact that she wouldn't get to be here for their future life moments. With all the right intentions, it wasn't the right motivation. I don't know if you remember what my motivation for losing weight was this time or not. Uh, related to your mom? Uh, no, that, that, okay. <laughs> that was one of the other times. That was not the right motivation for me because mm. every time I, and you were there for that. I even think we ran together during one of those times when I was doing like, I, we would walk for five minutes, run for mm. five or something. And I, I think I remember telling you like, Every time I went out to run or do something like I would just cry, you know, mm. thinking about my mom. And then it became more about the loss of my mom than it did the yeah. weight loss I was trying to do in honor of her. And that was a horrible mistake. Let me circle back to the doubts for a second. When I asked CJ if previous failures left room for doubts surrounding my recent success, he said no. His reason? The right motivation. Was there a moment here recently when I shared a weight loss number with you and then in your head think, man, I give him two or three weeks tops before he quits? No, I, I never thought that there was no, that you were going to give up. Really? After, I mean, but all these different times I've done it before, I've lost 20 pounds, I've lost 30 pounds. And then you're thinking, man, he's, he's going he's gonna to do it this time. Okay. Remind me the reason for the journey this time. Yeah. So this time it was uh, Haley's senior night. And so walking her across the field and, you know, having two years to do it. Okay. So uh, that's the reason I asked the question, because I remember thinking that's a good reason. I think there's something to be said about what is the one thing in your life that has consistently driven you to results? So it might not be your children. Uh, for someone else, maybe it is their mother or someone else. It, it might be some monetary goal that, that gives them freedom in life. Um, and anytime they're, they're chasing freedom, they always have um, th that level of success. So finding that core motivator or, as you say, that right motivation is everything. At one time, I thought the right motivation for me to finally lose the weight was turning 40. I felt at that time, it was a good enough motivator to get healthy and start living. I thought making a promise to my mom was the ultimate motivation. The pressure and loss proved otherwise. The right motivation has a way of presenting itself when you least expect it. Two years ago, I weighed 330 pounds. It was the heaviest I've ever been. The weight was taking a toll on me. I was winded walking into the grocery store to grab some ice cream, and I couldn't stand for more than 20 minutes without needing to sit down. I remember going to my oldest daughter's soccer game. I walked from the parking lot to the stands and was out of breath. It was senior night for the team. Before the game, the seniors were escorted across the field by their families. I immediately thought, can I even do that when Haley's a senior? I knew I had to change. At that moment, I found my motivation. I leaned over to my wife and said, I'm going to lose 100 pounds before Haley's senior night. 
Haley is a junior now, which meant that I needed to lose 50 pounds by senior night of this soccer season. I didn't lose 50 pounds. I lost 80 pounds. I lost 80 pounds in year one of a two-year goal. I can't describe how good I feel losing 80 pounds so far. I've run two half marathons in six months, and I've shared those races with Taylor, CJ, and my other support crew. They are still along for the ride, and I can't thank them enough for their support. Thank you so much for being a worthy member of my favorites list on my phone, and thank you for replying with excitement and encouragement when I share my weight loss victories with you every single time. I really appreciate it, Taylor. Thank you. I, you were the one who taught me how to do that. CJ, thanks so much for being a great friend and uh, going along with me on this journey. I can't wait to be on the next journey with you for the next time you lose weight. Oh my gosh, you went there. If I showed you how to add a contact to your favorites list, do you think you could add me and let me be the one and only person on that list? Absolutely. So what's the right motivation? One that's simple? memorable, and has a deadline. Finding the right motivation for a specific goal happens to be the key to unlocking a door that has been locked to me for over 20 years. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I want to help people find the right motivation, build a winning strategy, and achieve the impossible. Join me each week as I talk to friends about motivation and its role in everyday life. It doesn't end with this podcast. I wanted to make sure I was offering motivation every single day. So that's what I'm doing. I'm sharing motivation in some form of content Monday through Sunday. You can go to my website, everydaymotivation.pro for daily motivation from a weekly newsletter, a YouTube video, this podcast, and more. If you like this episode, share it with a few of your friends. Share it with someone you know that's chasing a specific dream or a specific goal. Share it with someone who could use some motivation, and maybe they can join us in using motivation to do the impossible. Thanks for listening.